This is Carissa. And this is Simon, and we're Be the Bookworm. Today we'll be discussing City Spies by James Ponty. Sarah Martinez is a hacker. She recently broke into the New York City juvenile justice system to expose her foster parents as cheats and lawbreakers. However, instead of being hailed as a hero, she finds herself facing years in a juvenile justice detention facility and banned from using computers. Enter Mother, a British spy who not only gets Sarah released from jail, but also offers her a chance to make a home for herself within a secret team of young MI6 agents. Operating out of a centuries-old manor house on the coast of Scotland, the city spies are five kids from around the world. When they're not attending an elite boarding school, they're training for their roles as the biggest secret in the British Secret Intelligence Service. Before she knows what she's doing, Sarah is heading to Paris for an international youth summit, hacking into a rival school's computer to prevent them from winning a million euros, dangling 30 feet from the side of a building, and trying to stop a notorious villain, all while navigating the complex dynamics of her new team. No one said saving the world was easy. Well, this book, we talk, you've talked before about a hook, right? This book Absolutely. Has, has, has a great hook to begin the story. Um, who would expect that someone who was hacking um, for, for what she thought was a very noble reason, right? To try well, to expose you know, some foster parents. For taking on too many fosters so that they could get government money um, and keep it for themselves and, and not treating obviously and not the treating kids them particularly, particularly well um that she's the one who actually ends up in facing you know charges years in juvenile detention and being banned from the use of computers so that's where we start and then enters our uh, character mother who is um, MI6. Yeah, who just really catches her off guard. Here's, here's a kid who's trying to be prepared for anything because of the way that she has grown up. And um, this character enters. And just who, blows it away. Who, who asks her, you know, what name he ought to be known by that day. And she's very suspect that he is going to assist her and that, in any meaningful way. And you know that he's got multiple passports in his bag and is acting as a lawyer. So um, that's that's the way the story starts. If you're a fan of Roald Dahl and Matilda... There's some Matilda references in the start. You, you Very will, funny. You will get uh, quickly drawn into the author's word play and references um and that part is super fun we both really enjoyed it um and and so from there right he does succeed i think we can share that without spoiling too much i mean it's in the first like three chapters he he succeeds in getting her out of the the juvenile justice facility and well not in the eyes of the court in the eyes of the court he succeeds in putting her in a juvenile detention system for six years, except that's true. It's not, not a juvenile <laughs> detention system. So it's the school from Matilda. Um, so 
then he whisks her off to um, Scotland and introduces her to these other spies, young um, individuals who uh, mother found in a variety of situations from around the world. And they become known by their place of origin, where they came from. So um, she becomes Brooklyn, being from Brooklyn, New York. Yes. And so together, um, they work as a team of spies within the British intelligence service. Um, but they're not widely known. Even inside the service. And they're a secret. Even inside the higher ranks of the service. So it's a fun premise to develop a book on. So far, there are three books in the series. Um, We have found that each book has been a really fast-paced action story um, that keeps you turning the pages pretty well. Um, The first book is, of course, just called City Spies. The second is City Spies Golden Gate. I think you can guess where that's set in San Francisco. Of course. And then there's City Spies Forbidden City, which is set mainly in Moscow, but I think also I think it's in Beijing. Beijing also. I can't I can't remember exactly where it is, but uh, I know that we enjoyed we have enjoyed all of the books. There's a fourth one set to release. 2023, I think it is. I think in February of next year is what we looked up. And that one appears from the cover that it might be set in In Egypt, Egypt, which is, oh, I'm so curious to see how that's going to weave in. So we're, we're, we obviously have really enjoyed the series and um, tend to find the next book in the series shortly after its release because we're invested so to speak in the characters and how they're developing and what they're trying to achieve. Cause it's just, it's a fun um, book series that um, has some interesting um, relational elements among the characters. Um, It's, if, if you are familiar with the Mysterious Benedict Society... It's similar. It's, it's not quite the same. No, it's not. But if, if but that's no a series is. that you have enjoyed, I think this is a book um, series that, that you also might like. Also, if you enjoyed Spy School by Stuart Gibbs, you might appreciate this too. They're on a similar premise. But I feel like this one, as all books do has some very unique qualities. And actually... This one feels based a little bit more in reality um, uh, than the spy school stuff. I I think the premises or the the mysteries that are being solved in spy school are are a little bit more far-fetched. As as I recall, it's been years since we actually listened to them. Speaking of listening to them, um, these... Audiobook narrator is incredible. The fact that they can do every accent from this book, from Scottish to Russian, is amazing, and it adds such an element to the book. So, Mom's reading aloud kind of pales in comparison. 
I try. You try. You but, try so hard. But, but my uh, my it. my uh, switching accents are um, really it's pretty it's, terrible. It's difficult. actually <laughs> it's, it's it's difficult to switch the accents because there's a lot of accents. There are a lot of accents in the book. So, but we can recommend uh, the audiobook versions as well. We have listened highly, to. Highly. I don't know that we've listened to all of them, but we've listened to a couple of them. Uh, in, I know um, we've listened to the third on audio. Um, I don't know about the second. I don't remember. I know I read aloud the first one. I know I read aloud the second one because it took us no time flat. I know we had the, had um, the third because I've been listening to it. The third one, I think we ended up getting it on audiobook because it was we released. And, oh my gosh. And we, it's an amazing book. We had a hard time getting our hands on it. Um, <laughs> I think I tried the library and then because we just we wanted it so quickly we ended up going with an audiobook version so it was an immediate and it was uh, pretty amazing instant gratification so we've talked a lot about this series because we really enjoy it simon who is your favorite character Ooh, you turned the tables on me i That's did the question i normally ask you i know Ooh, ooh. it is either i think paris or monty Oh, okay. Or so, true. 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 <laughs> There's lots of great characters being developed throughout this series. Um, so why Paris? I don't know. He seems, he's interesting. He has a lot of, I don't know. He has a lot of. I don't know. I don't know a good word for it. So, so Paris. It's not charm. So Paris, really, yeah, it's charm. It's, it does. Not, it's not really He's charm. the oldest it's... of the city spies and really the first city spy. Yeah. He's like, I think and you 15? find out that you find out that story in the book. We won't spoil it for you, Oh, but it's so good. Uh, because it is really good and it's integral to the entire story. Um, he is a calm and kind of coolly collected character, I would say. Don't try to say it five times fast, but um, calm, cool, collected, calm, cool, collected. Calm, I cool, do collected, like calm, Monty, cool, but that's calm, because cool, she's. I did it. She said it five times fast. She's kind of the mother character, not like mother, who is not a mother. Um, but that's, all I can think of is like the children's book. Are you my mother? Um, so it, this this is a series that we we highly recommend. Um, we've thrown out some other series that if you liked those, you're probably going to like this one too. So anything else to add about City Spies? Would you like to tell us your favorite character? Well, mine is Mother. Of course. Yes. I knew that already. I know you did. I think that's all. Um, we really enjoyed this book and let's go to the next book. All right, so this next segment is The Stormkeeper's Island by Catherine Doyle. Let's hop right in. Fionn Boyle comes from a long line of brave seafarers, people with the ocean behind their eyes. But he can't help but fear the open sea. For years, Fionn's mother has told him stories of Moor Island, a strange place that seems to haunt her. Fionn has always wondered about this mysterious island, and from the day he arrives, he starts noticing things that can't be explained. He can sense the island all around him, and it feels like the island is watching him, too. 
Once in a generation, Aranmore Island chooses a new Stormkeeper to wield its power and keep its magic safe from enemies. The time has come for his grandfather, a secretive and eccentric old man, to step down. But as Fionn and the other descendants of Aranmore's most powerful families fight to become the island's next champion, a little more sinister magic is waking up. Intent on rekindling a long-ago war and changing Fionn and the island's future forever. Catherine Doyle's stunning middle grade debut is an evocative tale of ancient enchantment, family bonds, and the bravery within us all. So this is a book that I highly, highly recommend. I loved this entire series, and it is a trilogy, but the first one sets the stage for this enchanting Irish island, and it has some lore, folklore yeah, from- Yeah, some lore. Now, who is your favorite character? I think I can guess. Well, I mean, I guess- The grandfather. The, the grandfather is my favorite character. I although, knew it. although um, there are actually a whole cast of characters that I really enjoy. Yeah, they're really you, great you characters. Meet, you meet Shelby, and she's one of my favorite characters throughout the book. And I think it's interesting the way that Doyle explores the sibling relationship in the book, um, because I think it reflects pretty accurately um, the feelings of most siblings, right? There's a, there are there's, times when they're close together and times where they're just, where they just fight so with, bent on fighting each other. Yeah. Where they fight, they poke each other. They're just kind of mean to each other. And then other times you definitely get the closeness in the bond, but I think it's a more real portrayal than if everything is good all the time. Yeah. Kind of like Amira and Hamza, they have sibling conflicts there too, which makes they it do. feel they a lot do. more real than- Indeed. Just Indeed. everything perfect for them together. So who was your favorite character? Definitely the grandfather as well. He is the funniest character, I think, in the book. He is hilarious. He's just such a cool, charismatic character who teaches them so much about the island and really about who they are and who they could be. Yeah, and, you know, it's... Don't want to spoil too much, but Fionn has just an absolute, I don't know what to call it, an absolute uh, crazy quest kind of here for this. He does. So, so this um, series has been compared, and I, I do agree with the comparison, it, it's been compared to Harry Potter. In fact, you have three books in the trilogy, as I mentioned, you have The Stormkeeper's Island, um, you have the second book in the trilogy, which is the Lost Tide Warriors. And then the final one is the Stormkeeper's Battle. So that's the epic battle that occurs at the very end of the book. And it's a pretty standard battle um, between good and evil. And it that's where the folklore comes in of these great... Um, now... I Would might you call them magicians? Yes. Now, I might have read the second, but I don't think I've read the third, so no spoilers. I'm I'm not spoiling it. I'm just telling you I there's know. an epic battle between good and evil. Well, that's to be expected At by a book called The Stormkeeper's Battle. Right. So what I found, I just thought this book series was very creative. So while I say it's like Harry Potter, 
there's some creativity woven throughout the books that I found to be new. Um, it really keeps you interested, doesn't it? It it is. It's a really it's it's a fantastic story. Um, there's some hard pieces of the book. Um, there's some sadness in the book um, with regard to uh, what what you find out very early is that the reason why Fionn and his sister don't live on Aaron Moore with their mother is because their father died on the island and it's too painful for their mother to be there. Even though this is a place where generations of families live. And so they're kind of disconnected from their history a little bit um, by not living on the island. Yeah, and I don't know if the grandfather in this book is her stepfather or her father. So I don't remember. It's her father-in-law. It's her husband's father. Um, and so he's, like I said, he's just a, he's a fabulous character. He has such a lovely outlook on life. And I think the sadness in the book had to be there to accentuate the the joys and the happiness that occurred. You know, I agree. It does make the happiness feel more happy. Um, but it's, so what was... Uh, I'll let you finish your sentence. No, nah, go ahead. What was your favorite part of the book? My favorite part of the book? I don't know that I have a favorite part... It's also been a while since you read it. So. Um, it it really, I mean, I just reread it again this spring before I read the last, the last book. I I don't know that I have a favorite part of the book, um, without giving away too much of the book and right. spoiling it. That's um, fair. because I just, uh, you know, you want people to be able to read this for themselves because it is such a good book. It it is it is really enjoyable. When the third book came out, or when I found it, this this she was spring, very excited. I uh, actually had gone through and reread the first and second books in preparation for it, so that I could remember all of the pieces and be prepared for all of the echoes and the foreshadowing that occurred throughout the story. Bum, bum, bum. But the way that she wraps it up, oh, it's 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 fantastic. So I think you had some quotes you wanted to share with us. Is that correct? Yes. So to oh these are both boy. these are both from the grandfather, and I I can find them in the book. They're they're very close to each other, but there's one that um, I'm sure most of you have heard a similar sentiment elsewhere, but I just thought the language was so lovely. His grandfather chuckled. Start filling it up, lad. That is your greatest responsibility to live a life of breathless wonder so that when it begins to fade from you, you will feel the shadow of its happiness still inside you and the blissful sense that you laughed the loudest, loved the deepest, and lived fearlessly, even as the specifics of it all melt away. And then just a couple pages later, he goes on to say, you know, I often wonder whether there is more magic in humanity than a sky full of rainbows. I just love Ooh. his perspective. 
<laughs> you know, those are really good quotes. I see why you wrote those down. Yeah, he's just, um, I think this book has a lot about understanding who you are and where you come from. And it really does have a, it has a lot to offer in the way of comedy. There's some funny parts and there's just some great magic. Like the, the, the magic, the magical world that she creates. Kind of hard without giving it away. It's super cool. So I really enjoyed it. So this one is like high, high recommendations yeah. from me. And yes, you should read the third one. Highly recommend like probably a 10 out of 10 here. Uh, oh, yeah. Is this is amazing. This is this is great for anybody who really enjoys magical fantasy and exploring relationships among generations and among siblings even. So that's what I have to say about this one. All Thanks right, for so listening. I think, wrap, I think this pretty well wraps it up for this episode. See you in the next one.